As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.
I was studying it hard. So transitions are difficult. Yeah, transitions are difficult. Sometimes you go along with it, and other times, you know, you yeah. attack democracy. <laughs> <laughs> like we do on the show. Everybody. Yeah, all the time. Uh, okay, so th- this is a special edition yes. of Chip Chat, yes. as, as they mostly seem to be. We only do SEs. That's right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> This week uh, we have we have returning guests. Yes, we do, uh, including one that I also correctly predicted. Some, in, I don't I don't want to say musical stardom because he was already kind of famous, say, uh, but like a hit. Okay, I predicted there yes. was going to be a hit. Uh, as you usually do. As I do, I I think I checked earlier. How many where, likes are we at? I think we need to have a like counter. You know what? We need to have a like counter that shows it's up views, sir. Views, and likes, it's at uh, ninety five thousand. Is the last time I looked. So yeah. I I did star in that music video, yeah. which shows starred that, in the <laughs> music video, which shows that I have good taste, which is what I'm getting to. That our guests this week are. Also meeting with some success as of late, as I predicted. Count Fifth and Impulse are going to be here a little later. Uh, also this week, Trump's lawyers need lawyers. And yeah. it got worse today. We didn't even have time to process that. Grand no. jury report, Fulton County. That's next week's show. Yeah, the billable hours cup <laughs> runs uh, over. Uh, they say crime doesn't pay, but man, it does God, for the lawyers. God. <laughs> Look at these guys. <laughs> There's only one guy doing all the criming, and he's the one that never pays. Who's yeah. paying for all these guys? Good question. Those donors. Yeah. The people who bought the NFTs. Who cares? Once the debt ceiling crashes, right. no, every, no one will pay. Money will be worthless. Whatever. <laughs> um, okay. Also, this week, I have to do a thing where I have to be both uh, you know, compassionate and, uh, and express love for both Ohio and Michigan State. I logged in, and I was like, wow. It's growth. Yeah, had I a positive like the, impact. I feel me. like the, the yeah, the, al- the algorithms are positive, ah! uh, positivity. I logged in and it was like, st- like, go blue and what was it, go green? Go blue, go green. Yeah, I saw that was like the first thing that popped up. I was like, oh. yeah, yeah. He Even I had to, so we'll get to that. Um, it's going to be, let's say, a packed show. It's a lot going yes. on. Um, so, yeah. You got a word? Um... I got a word. Uh, I just got it, though. And it's not a great product. I don't think I can sell much of it. Oh, I say the word right. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Sit back, grab some. Unanimity. It's positivity time. You're listening <laughs> to the best show, the only show. On Subway Radio and Pod. Switch. <laughs> 
sit back and yeah, relax for yeah, i'm gonna sit back and just listen uh we all know that that on this show uh and in real life i say some pretty awful things about both sparty and ohio nasty yeah it's it's safe uh, to say i've said some awful awful stuff uh i often lump the entire group of people from those places or states in when i'm talking about that which at its core that's stupid because this is just a college sports rivalry yeah you know, it really feels that way about Mississippi. I'm trying to change it. No, that's not a sports rivalry. I know, but you just feel that way about them. About sixty percent of Mississippi. Okay, fair. The forty percent. No. <laughs> okay. Um. Anyway, I'm I'm meaning to say this to establish my credentials that this is hard for me as you know reflexively to do, but I'm not a terrible person. No, I'm close. Semi semi pro at being terrible. There you go. <laughs> So I'm wearing all my Michigan stuff to say this with as much big blue Michigan representation as possible. I'm about to say these two things to the people of East Lansing and the students, faculty, staff of Michigan state. We love you and we support you. We feel like you deserve that win on the messed up punt. No, I can't finish that sentence. (laughs) It was a dark day for us. The shooting though, that you just experienced has torn the entire mitten state apart and we will be there to help in any way that we can. So tonight it is go green, go green. Yeah. Mm. And that's uh, especially for, well, Jay Scott Smith, friend of the shows. Yes. Party guys. This one's a bit harder (laughs) to the people of Ohio, a state that I often have very little to say about that isn't loaded with invective. The train explosion and environmental crisis you are now experiencing is not even yet fully understood, but will leave the state scarred and damaged for generations. The people of Ohio did nothing to deserve what has happened to them. They will need our love, guidance, and support for a hundred years or more as a result. So tonight I say to them, we love you and we want to help you. And we're really sorry about what's going on over there. Terrible stuff. Yeah. Speaking of which, the first thing is this thing about the train. Let's talk about this train. Oh, God. So this train crashes right at the Pennsylvania-Ohio border. It's operated by Norfolk Southern, or it's on their tracks. It's a Conrail thing. It's a whole complicated. We don't have time If we have the time to go into the the weave in between the the railroad monopoly. It's, well, semi-monopoly. So that's so there's three companies. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, okay. Regulated companies. Right. Yeah. Suffice it to say the railroads could be a complicated many episode story. Yes. But I did find this interesting article that sort of summarized what happened there from the guardian and, and it's for them unusually punchy. It's just like a list of like individual sentences of things that you need to know. And 
continue on. I'll get to it. The train was carrying uh, vinyl chloride. If you're somebody who does air conditioning or works with plastics, you know what this is. It, this is the precursor for Teflon um, and also for all of the CFCs and refrigerants and all this other kind of stuff. It's also where chloroform comes. It, it's like, but it's it's stupidly flammable. All right, it was carrying that. And if this stuff gets burnt, turns into phosgene gas, which was a chemical weapon in World War One, uh, and is a thing that all air conditioning men like myself are terrified of. Because if we strike the torch and right. hit the CFCs, and it's near instant, you'll collapse with your torch still on, and it's terrible. Um, I've smelt it once. It's not good. Okay, so this thing is burning and it's creating phosgene gas. Yeah. Other really key points. By one estimate, 25 million Americans live on an oil within an oil train blast zone. And had the derailment occurred just a few miles east, it would have burned downtown Pittsburgh. This isn't like, you know, and if you live in D.C., you see the trains run right through the middle on of the city. My way, on my way to the studio tonight. I saw one of these trains. I see them often. Because and I hear the whistles all night where they're, I live. They're, they're, and also, too, it feels like there's a... And also, I would assume there's a boom of trains moving more of this material since the pandemic and having those issues with, like, it's not the ports. Just, it's not just that. It's that because of the pipeline Pi yep. issues that there's lots more oil and gas on a trains. A lot of the... I see... And you know the one, you know the one that's carrying it. It's a... Yeah, it looks like a tank, and it's got, yeah. like, all the warnings warning and crossbones yes, on it. Right. There's a lot of, like, sulfuric acid that gets trained. Yeah, There's because a, that's how they got to move This is happening it. a lot. They're on the move. And, it, and in a general sense, the, the feeling amongst most people, myself included, was, until I read this article, that rail travel for freight is really safe. Because you maybe. never hear about it. Maybe it was. Like, apparently, that is not the case. It's not. Uh, ineffective oversight and a largely huh. self-monitoring industry that has cut the nation's rail workforce to the bone in recent years. And it puts up record profits over safety. Uh, they put profits over safety, but they are putting record profits up. Uh, they're responsible for the wreck, said the uh, Amtrak locomotive engineer and a former uh, worker on the Norfolk Southern, which is who, who owns the tracks. Huh. Uh, the East Palestine, because it's Palestine when it's in America, apparently, wreck <laughs> is the tip of the iceberg and a red flag. Mixing metaphors. Good job. Uh, he's the secretary of the uh, Railroad, Railroad Workers Union. That's a, that's a mouthful. Jesus Christ. All right. It's uh, a nonprofit labor group that coordinates with the nation's rail unions Quote, if something is not done, then it's going to get worse, and the next derailment could be cataclysmic. In fact, there was one in Michigan this afternoon. All right. There's a lot of chemicals on these things, and they have these derailments all the time because they have cut all of their workers. We can go back to a show that we did in December, mm -hmm. December 1st. We talked about this with the railroad strike, and – it's again and how it's, dangerous and how this dangerous. could be. And it's not specifically the same, but this still kind of falls into this whole like the pre precision scheduling, uh, railroading, and this whole idea. And not even just in railroads, across industry, what we have seen is corporations to fund the 
investors, right, and to fund the stock prices of to this make stuff. stock buybacks to make the stock, people who already yes. have the stock God have more gracious. money into some value. It's fake to value. Do this, they said. Fuck everything. Right. And what we'll do is we will. We're gonna slash jobs. We're gonna run on minimal. Again, why folks couldn't get their sick days? Because they're like, no, 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 we'll pay you more. We're not gonna give you any time off. Because again, they're rather cut corners, cut costs, anything to again. But they didn't do it the way that, like, if you remember in the 90s, that it was all this, like, downsizing, downsizing. What they did was they convinced the population writ large that this sort of just-in-time idea applied across staffing and goods and fuel and everything else is a good business plan and that we have the technology to make it not a problem. We can, we can innovate our way into this. This is what we've always wanted. Everything we've always had was just slack of trying to achieve this. That's what they convinced us all. You can't innovate having people walk the railroad, checking the actual tracks, doing like doing maintenance. Maintenance on this, on the actual engine itself, the train engine. The itself. lack of maintenance on everything in this country is appalling. It is. And it does. It, Bridges, this is another one. Dams. It, everything is on like. Again, this is a house of cards. What was our infrastructure bill? (laughs) How much was it? It was a trillion? Triple it. Right? (laughs) Like, we're so fucked. Whether it's Southwest, whether it's everything is on shaky and, like, precarious, like, year-old technology. Yeah, it's it's bound to have issues. And, again, the 911 system went down in Alexandria this last week. Unacceptable. Yeah. That's as simple as as (laughs) it's It's just unacceptable. And, again, the way this story kind of trickled out also didn't feel like like the enormity of the story felt like this should be running 20, like 24 seven. I had to go look for this. Yeah, it's it was not even on the front page of the paper. Like it, it's, this is a not story. And when other thing, other incidents like this have happened, I forgot where I heard this at, but like the cancer rates in like in those specific areas, like well, they already called this a super fund. They've already went and, and tagged it to the super fund. So they're going to, so, but they can't be out there telling it, telling everybody that they're categorizing it super fund and also telling everybody that it's safe to drink the water <laughs> and it's safe to breathe the no, air. No. And, and I know what they're doing and I'm not going to be one of these conspiracy right, co- no, idiots no, no. Yeah, or whatever, no, no. but their interest is, is in being it's always what it is. It's not just the interest in like keeping things calm or whatever. They have to stay technically correct. Yes. Or all of the rules and regulations mean nothing. Right. So if the regulation says it's got to be this PPM or this uh, PPB or whatever, like the concentration is in order for it to be labeled harmful, they can't fudge that number. And that doesn't mean that it's not harmful. It doesn't harmful. mean that it's not harmful below that. Exactly. It's that that's what the regulation says. Would all of the scientists and all the people monitoring this, would they all like – as a human being admit that this is not safe yes but the regulations have to stand because then you're going to get in some other situation where somebody tries to do it intentionally and say look we're within the regulation but you guys fudged it so that's not even real and then and again this is a country for the corporation by the corporation like it is it is it is that simple but and and half of the 
Another thing here is that half of the country is trying to make excuses for the disaster while also blaming the Biden administration for allowing it to happen. They're trying to tell everybody that the trains aren't socialized. Like it's not a social like like these trains. It's not that we don't own the trains. Well, we kind of own the they tracks. Like, we own it kind of, but, but again, we kind of rent the tracks. Yes, it's a weird. It's not like but it, the rail workers who could have been the ones to prevent this are not nationalized. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. So uh, it's just really unfortunate because. Things like this really shouldn't happen in this country. J.D. Vance was on telling everybody that oh my God, EPA he, should be on. focused oh, on hey. the clean air and the clean water, but they're so busy fighting environmental racism that they can't help the people of Ohio. Get the fuck out of here, dude. I, yeah. <laughs> like, Are there, this is all I the same. I don't, I'm not, I'm unfamiliar with the specific locations of these areas, but I would, I would venture to guess that it's either I, not even. I eventually guess that four people or more. hundred percent. They're on the tracks. That's who lives yeah, on the tracks. Obviously, right. Yeah, within so, any proximity of the tracks is always going to be. Yeah. That's what they do. That's that's why the railroads are where they're at. In in a lot of, I mean, some cases they have to follow like the natural topography or whatever. Yeah, right. You know? yeah, right. And then the it's you, along a river. The people live along the river. Like, oh, okay, I get that. No, like when they need to put a railroad through some place, they find a poor place and they put that railroad. Yeah, just like they do the roads. Same thing. Yeah. Because who's going to fight them in court? Yeah. How many Aaron Brockoviches are there? Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> uh, it's it's interesting here. These are a few more points to this, but, like, there was a rule change regarding the shipping of uh, liquefied natural gas, LNG, that basically reduced some of the regulations and said they could use you know, less good brakes on their cars and all that stuff. That was a Trump regulation. Biden hasn't gotten rid of it. They could just like, you know, uh, discretion it away. Executive order. They didn't do that. No. I mean, I, you wonder sometimes if some of these things, like, I don't know, if they're keeping them on, it, it's serving their administration in some way. But the, that's not an oversight. No. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. It's no, like, they, because. Yeah. Right. right. Exactly. It's not a like, it might be where they kind of like feeling it both ways and they're picking one side or the other right. for, you know, but there's a lot of decisions that need to be made. I it, get it, it is. It is. Rail companies laid off more than 20,000 workers during a period between 2018 and 2019, 20,000 in a year. That's insane. How many were there? The nation's rail force has dipped below 200,000, the lowest level ever, and down from 1 million at its peak. Now, I grant you, we probably didn't need a million once we had, like, computers and right. stuff. But, but that's 10%. You, what, what, what safety thing do you think you can cut by 10%? I'll you make can, your seatbelts 10% less effective. No, you can do it, but you're going to have this <laughs> outcome every time. Why would you do it? I mean, it's like the train. The train's gonna start coming again. What because they've got a stranglehold on it. That's why. What do we? Norfolk ask Southern's people, not gonna pay for this. What do we ask government to just make sure the trains run on time? Now we just want them to run on the track. Other. Yeah, we just want them to stay on the track. <laughs> right. Like, hey, like I don't. They can be. They can be late. It seems like you guys have figured out having to run on time. <laughs> they could be a little late if they would run on the track. Stay on the track. That's insane. Whether what? it's the metro or the metro, this, whichever I mean, one like, it is, 
keep the trains on the tracks. Like, we know what the gauge of the rail is, don't we? Like, that hasn't changed since Roman times. Yes. Literally, the gauge of railways is because that was the width of the ruts in the Roman roads. That's that's where that number comes from. <laughs> it's very, and it, the, again, the sad part of this, like, we're laughing, but it's like people, <laughs> about people to, are, about are have, have a mushroom cloud of, of what cancer you, what descending on them. What was it? The blast zone? Yeah, the blast zone, but also the, the derailment the, blast zone. We're using terms now <laughs> like that we, we do use in Hiroshima. <laughs> exactly. Or Chernobyl. As like, a matter of fact, there, that was one of the things that it might have been in, in this article that they compared the power of explosives of one of these trains to how much like megatons. What if of, it took out Pittsburgh? It could have. What if it did? It was yeah. very close to that. What would people have to say? <laughs> well, you know, Tomlin didn't have a oh, God. playoff season, so I guess there's just no point. But it. he, but didn't he? He, he still, still went, had a winning. He still season. had a winning season. It's, Insane. I think I don't know how many seasons. Imagine being that good that the expectations are that, and then yeah. you don't hit it. And they're like, well, I guess he's done. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Side note, oh, I just got full immersed into football on Super Bowl Sunday. Because it was I, two black quarterbacks or that, because it was I mean, Mahomes the, in particular? Mahomes in particular, but the I, I got I found it to where like I like where I was I called out the motion play. I was like, watch the motion. I'm like, you're back. He, I was fully you're, back. You're back. <laughs> only for only for one night only. I was fully back in. I was oh my! I, you were you were noticing like yeah exactly. And I was, and like, Yo, it's a cover two. Cover and I'm two. calling people. I'm, I'm saying right now, the only way they win this game, they need two defensive touchdowns, one defensive touchdown, and a special teams touchdown. What happened? They didn't get the special team touchdown. Might as well have been. Oh my god, that was, that was so good. It did see all those crazy Back. catches. Those some of those catches that um Whew. that uh, Juju uh, had in the second half. Yes, but oh no, my god. Um, Who's it? Uh, who, who's, the, who's the Eagles quarterback? Oh, is it Hurts? Hurts. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah, he he's really good. Mm. Oh my. Not as good as Patty. Not as good as not as good as Mahomes. Oh, but yeah. Sorry, I just had to. I indulge. I indulge fully on on the um the American pastime, which is the real pastime. Sorry, baseball. All right, it's not that. Good job. That's a good palate cleanser from all the death in yes. Ohio. <laughs> so we. Can... They love football. I love football. That's true. Hey, there you go, clip it. Let's <laughs> let's go to a, a place that. Uh, I, well, they love football now. They sort yeah. of mostly love basketball. Basketball. Uh, Izzo country, East Lansing, uh, oh, Sparty. So there's fifty thousand kids who go to uh, Sparty, which That's is a lot. A it's city. more than it's like yeah. A it's a whole city, it's and whole it's city. more than go to Michigan. So. They're the bigger school in terms of people. The campus is huge. It's several zip codes. Though. It's, I mean, this thing is mad. Anyway, this dude, uh, Anthony Dwayne McRae. Why do they always have three names? Or it's just the only time you hear anybody. That's the exact name. one, right? They, okay. they're throwing every name out there. Got it. 43-year-old. <laughs> I uh, had mental health issues. He, he ran in there with two nine millies and shot a bunch of people. Killed three. Uh, shot five mm. or so others and scared the hell out of the entire state. And this guy, he had a lot of we- uh, of ammo with him, and apparently he had some list of other grievances or something. But when, okay, yeah, when the cops confronted him, he shot himself, and that was how that went down. What do I mean? I don't know. What do you want to go? You want to know what the want- story here yeah. is that one of the one of the uh, kids there 
had already lived through a mass shooting in her high school. In Parkland. Just, yeah. One of the kids from was, Parkland was, was, was Parkland. The, But there was another one also from a local. Oh, Michigan. God. So, like. Right. Of course, because it's not. It's, the kids are so used to these mass shootings that they're, like, counting them. Like, merit badges. Um, I, I. And I don't know what to say about, like, oh, you know. This guy shouldn't have been able to legally purchase a gun. He did legally purchase both of the guns. He had all kinds of issues that the state knew about and various other, but because of the way the gun laws are written in all these places, that didn't stop him. I, I, what am I? Can I? Brian, yeah, please thoughts. go. I, I mean, let me collect mine and figure out what. Yes, yes. Give you. I'll give you time. Um, I don't know if you in a been following this story about Ed Reed being let go by Bethan Cookman over conditions over there. Well, he got he got let go from there? Yeah, he got let go. There. In, after like three days well, after being hired, so to speak. Because of the fact that he filmed... Because he was technically it? wasn't hired yeah, yet when it happened. he wasn't hired, but he was officially hired, in a sense. But, you know, by name only. But anyway, the point was when he was going through the campus and filming what was going on there, and he saw like there is supposed to be, you know, the place is supposed to be gated, but there's a hole in the gate. This kind of reminds me, this is the situation I feel fear for things like that. It's like, how did this guy get on campus? He's, it's he, an open campus. I understand that. But it's the, thing, the, cool, thing, right? is, the yeah. thing is, it, to me, is it's like, you know, you got to have some checks and balances somewhere. Because I go through Maryland, I do see checkpoints at Maryland. I do see them. I don't. I haven't been. Yeah, on but America. you can walk around. You can walk around. I know Park. you can walk around. I know you can, you know, easily walk around. But I know there's checkpoints. I mean, look at, at GW. Park. I mean, it's like yeah, the campus no, is the middle of the city. Like the city. Sure. It doesn't have any gates. But my point of what I'm saying is, is for a guy like this guy, who you know full well does not belong there. It's. It, it, I mean, it just, how would you know? He's a 43 year old dude. With a bald head. I mean, he could he could work there. He could, you know, be visiting his kid. Like, how would you know? Yeah, I think what these these mass shootings are becoming so frequent mm. that I think all of us are, in a sense, searching for answers. Yeah, we're looking for anything. There's, there's, no, here's, the, here's the perfect There's answer. no answer. Get rid of the guns. Because the, that, true that, answer, huh. the true answer is what either they do it statewide or they do it federally. It's one or the other. Well, it has so to be federal. To, to no, it has to be state, I think. You, it, initially, initially, I think it has to be the state. state. It has because to be. Because after, because here's the, the thing. The, 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 the unelected nine already said it, right? They right. said, we can't do anything about it. Right. You're I understand that that's the case, but you, you end up with the system that we have now, this patchwork. You know, so like, and it just leads to this dumb comparisons. Oh, well, Chicago banned guns, but look at all, because it's right next to fucking Indiana. Come on now. It doesn't have any rules. And then for all the years, they would be like, well, DC and Maryland banned guns. It's right next to Virginia until like three years ago. We didn't have any rules either. Right. You know, and all this stuff, you know, the only states that could have any benefit of like passing statewide laws are ones that are huge geographically so that they, the like ability of people to easily cross a border into a neighboring gun uh, right. friendly state is I mean, next. That's the that third to me is the problem. It is just like, look, if one state blocks it, they can easily go to the, like, but those next states, those... firecrackers, it's like Maryland yeah. and firecrackers. For I don't know why. So you just go to PA, they go to PA or they go to Virginia and buy some, buy truckload and bring them back. 
So it's like, hey, we can. So that's why you need national policy. The the problem is this patchwork just makes this event. And it doesn't even matter. The guy legally bought the guns. Yes. That is all part and parcel of the same thing. Is it like, why would a. Would somebody with the record that he had and the the, the state would control the that. state the, the, the state, the state should knows, control that it should control that but there's there are barriers set up to prevent the information sharing that would result in that because the way that the NRA reads every bill that gets like proposed in every state house and they're looking for things that could be a backdoor into like responsible gun laws and if they see it they nix it. They go out, they buy their reps, and they nix it. See, that's the other thing. That's where I feel is like, look, if they fully concern about the well-being of any citizen, they're not, such, and which I know they're not. Okay, highly, it is like Congress. It is I, Congress in general, both Senate and the House side, really got to fight that off. But unfortunately. Based off of today's society and the and the knuckleheads that are already in sitting in in the house, we ain't gonna get shit. Anything we're not done. gonna get anything. Well, it's look, the there's the, simple place. It's, it's not just the, it's not even it's just that. Bullshit. It's it's like every you know like the fight over whether you're even allowed to study the number of gun deaths. Well, that's they changed the CDC. They finally changed. They it. finally changed finally that, changed but it could it. roll back if a Republican takes the, takes the executive. But I like, do that think is the I think the process the process on how. A few things here, and I think even I'm gonna actually I'll table that. I want to focus in on the victims on this here, okay? Um, because I think this is we're gonna keep having the same exact uh, conversation over and over again, and we know the barriers that are, are constructed to prevent us from passing perhaps passing basic gun law measures that majority of the country um, agrees Supports, on. Yeah, they support, right? So sake. I think what we have, Ariel Anderson, um, who's remembered as a straight-A student, uh, Alexandria Verner, three-sport high school athlete, and Brian Frazier, who led his fraternity and was called a great friend. Um, And I I think I got to find a way. I'm that, The one guest I do want to get on here is John Woodward Cox from The Post. And he's, and I, that's the, because he talks very, uh, specifically about how we say, all right, well, these three folks were the ones who were killed. And right, we don't think about like, it's not just those three who were killed with the ripple effect. Because their families and friends and and everybody. And just how this changes people. The chain trauma. Yeah, exactly. It's a chain of trauma. And it. I think also too, like you have children. I have a child. it's something that I think of daily, right? And the trust that you kind of have to send your child off. It, it, it's it, and it's it's very uncomfortable to talk about, but to that you send your child off to a place where you're not there, that you've entrusted in this case a campus in a school building, a county, whatever, county, you know, whatever like a, it yeah, might be. A whole system. The mall, where, uh, whatever right. this might be, you, you've kind of entrusted, like, hey, I'm allowed, you're going there, but, like, I don't really expect anything crazy. Right, I think it's going to be fine. I expect it all to go Those to days are gone. I was, yeah, to, to, to choose specifically, now the, those days are gone. The argument is going to be something else could have always happened. The building could have collapsed. Could Earthquake could have, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. What happened, in, like, in, in Syria, yes, that could have happened, but but this is a thing that didn't happen. This is not like an accident. None of this is an accident. No. This wasn't the case. This was not this. And people worried about other things, and they sent their kids to school. They did not worry that they were going to come 
home. A black uh, eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A black eye. Oh, um, my kid is going to go to school. The, the heat might quit or something. Yeah. You know, it wasn't like, oh, no, Swiss cheese of kindergartners. And like, again, slaughtering people the party of life. 45 seconds. Like The party of life is the one that wants to keep on. And they're like, oh, well, we'll just harden the schools. You know that most of the shooters are people who are from within. So if, yeah. if you tell people where all the armor is or what to hide, they're just going to go there. Like, this is and a dumb plan. Here's the thing as well, too. Uh, another thing that uh, John speaks about is that the gun owners, they want this legislation passed. Like, they want yeah. it badly because they're like, yo, it makes uh, it makes us look kind of crazy. And I, I, I enjoy, I enjoy shooting guns. I see why people and I see the community around it. And a lot of those folks who I speak to, they agree on having a safe. Yeah. They agree on like- That's why the, the Virginia bill that passed where it's like a tax credit for doing gun safety, the NRA signed on to it. It was introduced by the Democrats. Like, I've been said that's the way. And I think that's how the states could win on this again is using tax and, and giving these credits to folks. It's Be such low-hanging fruit, but if that's it, how we got to do it, then I, let's I, do I'm it. Just, hey, I'm here for it. Because, yeah. because like, and this isn't the case here, but in, I think in the other case that happened in Michigan with the little boy, the, the, he got his, like, again, if this, that gun was locked up. And again- Well, and I, it happened in Virginia, too. The six-year-old six shot, yeah. shot the teacher. And again, again, nobody is coming to take your guns. That's not going to happen. And also, everybody who thinks your guns are going to protect you from the government, they have drones now. Yeah. All right? <laughs> they don't come with muskets and horses anymore. No. All right? That's not how they show up. They have tanks. They have tanks that are going <laughs> to run, run over your stupid-ass town. I've got a 50 cal. Exactly. Uh, that's great, buddy. I've got depleted so, uranium armor. All of this shit is mad in the head, to be honest. It doesn't even make any sense. But even then, they're like, no, no, no. We wrote this into our lovely little document. Even with though, a comma. With a comma. Yo, I, I, hate, <laughs> I hate it all. Um, yeah, but it's just tragic that, you know, you send your, you, eventually I'm going to send my child to college. And I hope that the generation at right now, that's in right now is so fucking upset about this as it seems that they are, as they grow, that they're going on a full on. Like, I think that's only some of them. I, I think there's enough them. that are still not. I just don't know. I I have part of their tribal identity. It can be part of the tribal identity, it. but if you've been in a school where the lockdown yeah, had enough, to happen, I don't know. Them. That that has to be scary as shit. There have to be the enough. The fire of them. drill was fun as fuck. Yeah, I like. I, fire I, drill. I love everybody. I'm pretty sure we do a poll right now. Everybody's like, "Yo, the fire, fire drill, drill get to go super outside. fucking fun." Yeah, man. It's everybody's a good extra recess. Yeah. Extra recess, whatever. We're sh we're shade ducking and our knees covering. People are knocking on the fucking doors while doing this. That sounds like anxiety to a different level. If you didn't have it, you had it. You have it after that. So I, I don't know. This shit is really disheartening. And anybody like with children, but even past children, your spouse going on the metro, as we'll talk later. Going tonight, to work. Going to work. I mean, like, yeah. I don't know. Again, I like guns. That's I like it. shooting Let's guns. all just quit. Go hide in the woods. Impulse got a lot of guns. He'll protect us. And hey, we'll, there we go. We'll be fine. <laughs> hey, it's a good plan. All right. Speaking of which, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, uh, we're way over time, so we're gonna we're gonna <laughs> put the rundown to the side for a minute, and we're gonna uh, do our interview with our guests. So we're gonna take a. Uh, they're they're in the building. Yes. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, and when we come back, we will be talking to our guests 
uh, Calfiv and Impulse. You're listening to Chip Chat on Beltway Radio and beyond. Swoops. Like you stare on to the lights are bright and there's God. Look, don't feed the animals round here. No need for cannibals. The avenues will famish you. Put you six feet and vanish you. I close one eye and I arose in the clothes of the Pharaoh. But I ain't need no gold for the arrow. I pointed up to the clouds and the joint is up in my mouth. Anointed clubs in the south. Enjoy this blunt with the crowds. The pot grower, the issue three pot voter. The issue me or issue not, cause I forgot stoner. The pistol beat with issue Glock from private stock loaner. Lock and loader, rock and roller, cheat on wifey, pocket phoner. Pop a boner for twice, but will not condone her. Her got that toxic odor, still knock if she got corona. Storming me like Normandy, normally the right shore. Fortify formation, formulating what you fighting for. Wasting your resources on a pride war. Life for death, stop my stride, sure. Try me, I'm a prize horse. Storming me like Normandy, normally the right shore. Fortify formation, formulating what you fighting for. Wasting your resources on a pride war. Life for death, stop my stride, sure. Try me, I'm a prize horse. Time is precious, shiny metals and diamond testers. Mine affected by everything that I find electric. Grind is mechanized, standardized metric Let you know a little secret of the glamorized method So melodic, go robotic when the operation calls for such Waiting for the flashing symbols signaled by the autumn dust No middle ground sought, registered for all the bust Because the malfunction when they stopped and taught me trust A wall of dust and the remnants of a broken city Passerby have to cry, longing stares, token pity Soldiers sit patiently, any little smell of angst Trophies come from patches, so we always make them yell their rank Sell a saint, holy water in a ragged bottle My character's a weapon, flash bravado, classic model Mass amount of damage, manic motor, more than qualified Oxen with velocity to leave incisions cauterized Storming me like Normandy, normally the right shore Fortify formation, formulating what you fighting for Wasting your resources on a pride war Life or death, stop my stride, sure Try me, I'm a prize horse Storming me like Normandy, normally the right shore Fortify formation, formulating what you fighting Wasting your resources on a pride war Life for them, stop my stride short Try me, I'm a prize horse Ever since I first lifted off, I've been orbiting I'm not the best, but I'm blessed to still perform and keep Running around the race course where your horses be Put your whole envelope on number 43 Took a pull from a pipe full of northern greens Took my picture in the mirror for some normalcy Took my shot, but I hit the popcorn machine Took a sip of your soul, it tastes orangey We made love while we was listening to orangey Regulate and take a look over your shoulder, please 
Bruce Middle finger up for ice and the border police Middle of an iceberg, it's where my coordinates be Where the days are shorter and the hornets freeze I don't subscribe to the source of your sorcery Got a lot of boundaries, blame it on the quarantine I dedicate to stay away from fakes and the forgeries Norming me like Normandy, normally the right shore All right, welcome back to Chip Chat here on Beltway Radio and Beyond. I'm your host, Chip. With me is Tez. What's popping up? Uh, that was awesome. If you were watching, you got to see the video. Yes. If you're listening, uh, go watch video. the video. video. Uh, Count Fifth and Impulse are part of a group of East Coast MCs that work under the record label Man Bites Dog Records, and they have some pretty measurable success, I would say. Hell yeah. Uh, due mostly to appearing on this very show, of course. Oh, I don't think that's the case, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, both released new music, which uh, we thought was a good enough reason to bring them back to hang out with us. Uh, Fifth and Impulse, welcome back to Chip Chat. Hello. What's poppin'? Gentlemen, out? gentlemen. Peace, peace, peace. That was, all right, so um, before we get to, to all these questions, you want to you ask the question about the video? Oh, you want to start right there? Yeah, yeah I want to yeah. see if I'm right. Well, that's all you care about, <laughs> Yeah. Right? Uh, fellas, yo, I see that the videos in the record store, uh, Impulse. Uh, what is the record store? Where is that record store? Uh, that was shot on location at uh, Records and Rarities in, um, was it Springfield? That's my record store. Yeah. There you go. You I got know it. Yeah, you, I called, knew it. you called it. I asked the question and That's uh, during the break. I go to the record. All right. There you it. go. You got it. All right. Good I, job. I didn't, I didn't so let's start with some basic stuff. Uh, Y'all been releasing a lot of music between the two of you uh, lately. Uh, I don't know how many albums that is in like the last year and a half, but when do you sleep? Not much. <laughs> is that your bed there, Impulse? What's that? Is that your bed right there? Yeah, one of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, uh, Impulse, your new record, it's uh, Astronaut Visions, which is a, it's a cool title. If you had the chance to blast off into space, would you take it? And if so, would you ride on one of Elon's rockets knowing that Tesla steering wheels just pop off? That's a good question. He's <laughs> contemplating, maybe. I don't nope, know. Not fucking with space. Yeah. Uh he's he's playing he's playing close to the vest. Fifth, what do you what, what would you do? Would you go to space? Uh I mean, I don't know. I don't know if, uh, if I would do it on one of, one of those Tesla rockets. I don't know. I mean, you know, it, it might be pretty dangerous, so probably not. I'd do it. Nah, I know it would be I'm like, you know. That shit. I'm not going to fucking space. Yet. I'm going it's like already, tomorrow. I don't it's care. It's crazy that we be flying in, in buses that go in the air. I shit. will take any I'm, opportunity. I'm going to space now. I'm, I'm, I'm cool here already. I'm, I'll go. That's fine. I'll go punch God in the face for both of you. <laughs> you think you will find that in space? Yeah, that's okay, what they good say. Job. You know, <laughs> slip <laughs> the surly right. bonds of gravity and punch God that in the face. That is you will find in space. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, <laughs> your new uh, song, Word From Our Sponsors, it recently got a bit of attention from a friend of the show, Chuck D. Uh, how's that going for you? It's great, man. Um, you know, we got the single out. We um, 
We pressed a limited amount of uh, seven inches for the single. And uh, not fast enough. I'm sorry? It was not fast enough to snag one. Yeah, you got to be quick, man. Yeah. Be quick. It limits like I said, I, 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 you know, I, I let everybody know it's very limited. Get them quick, you know. So, um, but uh, yeah, they they were gone. It came with a slip mat. It was cool. It's a cool little thing, man. They're, now they're you know they're out there in the world. Um, and uh, if you got one, you're lucky. They Have you seen a lot more? Cool. A lot more streams or a lot more uh, hits on yeah. websites and stuff as a result. Yeah, because we stream. We decided as a group effort you know it's not my soul so as i've made videos and stuff talking about streaming and how i'm not really a big streaming fan but um you know it was a group effort to make the decision to decide to stream the single you know and i've seen a, a big boost in streaming um you know especially for the songs we've gotten a lot of looks uh shout out to rev i mean rev you know he um getting us a lot of looks man you know we got a lot of looks you know ear milk you know with chuck d shout out to malcolm riddle um so yeah man and you know chuck d plays a lot of impulses music as well too yeah know? i was gonna so, say he's been on this list a few times himself oh yeah yeah for sure this is this is a common thing so the label itself let's just say is fairly successful yeah i mean chuck supports a lot of the local dc's you know artists you know there was other dc local peers on the on the on the list as well too so it's, it's it's dope man you know there's a lot of talent out here right yeah creeps on that list too oh man bites dog man we hold it down we got you, you know, know, it, you know? Th that's the question where i want to go with it man bites dog tell me about this name i fuck with the logo but like tell me about the name it is because that's a real dope ass kind of like flip on that you look it up it's a journalistic term and then it's a movie so uh it's a movie it's a french film about a it's like a documentary if i could do following a serial killer around it's an old french film right. so you know look it up but it's yeah, in it's, journalism it's, it's like the way you describe a certain kind of a story oh it's a man bites dog story it's like something right. unexpected but it's fluffy right nope, no, no, I, don't I, I i mean not that it's fluffy you know what i mean it's not <laughs> yes. like like yes. political news yeah. yeah um okay so impulse your track that we just played requires that listeners know uh what normandy is and that it was stormed in a war do you think that people nowadays have any idea what that is and uh how do you get around that uh, I, i'm not sure what people know um i don't really let that have any bearing on what i say or do though so <laughs> i mean uh, they rhyme not just if they don't if they don't know then i guess you know the whole national celebration of the day kind of gets missed <laughs> do you think that yeah right d-day do you think that your song might uh accidentally cause some people to do some damn reading i've, I've been i've been accused of that before dope i love it i love it i, <laughs> I like the idea that if if you make a good enough rhyme that is about something obscure, people have to go look it up. But that I also don't like that I'm worried that like that kind of history is is obscure now. Another question for both of y'all: Do y'all struggle? Because just going back to the question before, like Fifth, you were saying like you don't really like fuck with the streaming, and I I guess like also being a person who like prefers like analog. I like, want to hold it right. Like, do you ever struggle with like the like where the 
how you have to get the art form to people and where they at with it. Like, I feel like there's still a set of folks who do want to go ahead and pick up something that's physical, but it does feel like everybody else has kind of moved towards this, like, I, I just want to be able to log into whatever XYZ service and have it pop up. Do y'all struggle at all with that? Like the balance in between doing it? Not necessarily. I mean, if you if you think about it, I mean, there's a lot of artists, you know, look, your favorite, I mean, I'm sure a lot of, you know, I, mean, I don't know who your favorite artists are, but, you know, if, you, if you're a fan of any kind of- Price, I know that was in one of the rhymes I heard on one. Yeah, there you go. Take Sean Good Price. question. If, if, any, if, any, if you're a fan of any kind of independent artist, you know, we're all struggling. I don't, I don't care who you are. Um, there's, there's a lot of rappers that have second jobs and there's a lot of, you know, artists out here that are not, you know, you know, it is what it is. So right. you got to look at that kind of, that, that kind of, uh, you know, you just got to look at that and then you got to compare it to like, okay, yeah, you're getting looks on, you know, streams and whatnot and people are finding you and whatnot, but is it, you're not seeing money from the streams at all, you know, and obviously, you know, it's the whole, the whole goal is not, not just about money, obviously, but we've been doing this for a really long time, man. We've, you know, this you deserve, you know, you deserve to be paid for craft. We yeah. don't, our art is not, you know, there's, there's people that get paid hundreds of dollars for their prints. Yes. Okay. Prints. This is prints of art. They don't, they, they may drew it one time and then they print it up and sell it a hundred times. I can't make a beat one time and sell it a hundred times for a hundred dollars a piece. Right. Like why is, you know, I mean like at the same time, I, you know, it's just music as an art is valued way less in the dollar form. And it's, and I don't think that's fair. There's a lot of high art out there. Music is high art. Yeah. It, it changes, you know, <laughs> I ain't got to explain it. You know what I mean? I mean, so, you don't have to convince us or, or probably any of our listeners. I don't I mean, have to explain it to anybody. If you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. This show tends to feature uh, artists who are not on those, you know, giant systems or whatever. And that we're interested in their independent art. And yeah, it's of- great. It's great. Let me tell you something. It's great if I can get people to find me and go and go to Bandcamp. Because look, the problem, the, the other thing, the other disconnect with this is you can go to Bandcamp. I know it's another website or app or whatever, but you can go there and stream the music there for free. It also gives you, uh, you know, another platform to find other artists. So why do you, you know, we used to go to the record stores and we used to dig for new new music, find new music by digging. It's the same thing if you're doing it digitally. It's just, you're yes. digging, you're digitally yeah. digging. It's the same but thing. It so why not? It gives you a good opportunity to support the artist by buying their their physical stuff. You know, it's, you can buy the records, or you can buy merch and stuff. Well, vinyl is the number one selling physical. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and people buy the shit out of vinyl. I mean, your favorite underground hip hop artists are selling out in vinyl. I sold out in my physical units. So it's like, it's, you know, we're there working on it. For so, sure. I'm not saying we pressed a whole lot of units and we're, right. you know, we're over here, you know, but at the same time, it's about making, you know, slow progress better than no progress and ju- jumping it up. You got to, you know, secure your, your core fans and, and supply those people that really support you. And you got to really support, you know, so, so support back. This so is about being a team, man. You know, we, we, we're trying right. to be a team over here. If we all support each other, then we can all, you know, go a lot further. Speaking of uh, supporting, 
we want to make sure everybody knows where they can get your records, how they can follow you, find out. I know that there's upcoming shows. Sometimes y'all are doing a lot of live stuff or you were like a month or two ago. I have children. I don't get to go watch live music anymore, but, uh, you know, so how can how can people follow you? How can they get uh, get your information and, and all that stuff? Impulse, what's a good way to get you? Uh, E-M-P-U-L-S. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well, there's listeners who don't have video. Um, E-M-P-U-L-S. Uh, pretty much everywhere. That's uh, I put on a couple of shows every month locally. Uh, a spot called Tarbenders. Um I'm pretty much anti-DSP myself, so all, all my music goes on Bandcamp or somebody's Bandcamp. I, I got a bunch of different groups that I work with as well. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm very much anti-DSP myself. I think that's literally um, the noose around the neck of, of music. Could not agree more. Yeah. yeah. The, the act, that, that immediate access means you don't have to earn it. You don't have to be concerned with it. You don't have to care anymore. There's no liner notes. There's no. There's no need for nothing. Um, it's it's strictly consumer. It's it's it's, a, it's, a, it's microwave meals now. So yeah, man. exactly. Um, I still do merch. Um, I, I, I was actually meant to wear one of my shirts tonight, but I just didn't do it. But That's I still. We're going to point everybody the links and all, and all that stuff so that they know where they can go get the merch too. Cause you know, you want to have cool stuff. Yeah. We all, we always keep, we always have some sort of merch just because yeah. we like, and we're from that era as well. Um, yeah. you know, card table and some t-shirts and hoodies. Basically. Yeah. Basically. All right. Fifth, where's the good place everybody can get your music and stuff. Bandcamp we assume, but what's the, uh, what's the band camp? Right. It's, if you can go, to the you know obviously at count fifth uh k-o-u-n-t-f-i-f um but the uh mo all the music that comes out with man bites dog is on the man bites dog band camp um you know we we, we kind of consider it essential that all the releases come out on the labels page um you know what i mean it gets the most traction for everybody and it's a joint thing you know what i mean so right. um we've got music uh obviously on spotify um you know, the new single is out. You can stream it everywhere. So, you know. You can go watch the video, which I think uh, we're going to play on our on our we way do, out. We, I was going to say we do have a video for word from our sponsor. Also, we've got uh, two episodes of the podcast from Man Bites Dog Records podcast coming out as well soon, too. So keep those out. They're going to be on YouTube for now on our Man Bites Dog YouTube channel. So. That's we got a lot of stuff. Here we go. All right, fellas, we're going to play the video uh, while we go hit a break. We know it's a school night. Impulse looks like you got to get back to, uh, you know, kicking ass and taking names. So <laughs> we'll let you go back uh, to, to pumping iron. Well, I don't know what they do. Anymore. <laughs> I don't care about that. I, he's just taking every metaphor you can I don't know. He's doing, Jesus Christ. He's doing sports, but it doesn't involve a ball. That's the problem. I'm good on the sports ball. He's good on the things that aren't ball. How do you know? Because I know the guy. <laughs> he, he doesn't do the, the sports ball On that note, I guess I'll have to take us out um, You've been listening <laughs> to Chip Chat On Beltway Radio BR Thank y'all brothers, man, we appreciate y'all Thank you Always appreciate y'all Check one, check one, motherfucking two Hey, 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 hey Check one, 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 check one
I do the voiceover for Morgan Freeman's life story And torturing demons, my glory Transform them more than meets the eye, Maury Our father writes stories like our arthritis is our author Life stories type the scar readers from our horror Get ripped apart in the dark by the monster And now a word from our sponsor Fucking string cheese. I'm not dead, cause I'm not done. I got six livers working together as one, but in the veil of good news, my eyes are cosmic. A karmic comic, sick liquid vomit. Humanity is like a broken record. It's one that I ignored till I explored the reward because the music is hypodermic. Don't read the comments. Comparison culture kills positive content. Man, I'm strong, I'm tired of being wasted. I'll crack a tall can and laugh it in the faces. We got the tickets to the afterlife concert. One more encore, a word from our sponsor. And now it works. And now Sponsor. Uh, our guest who just uh, we finished Dope a cool interview with both uh, really him and Impulse. Shit. Yeah, go check it out. Man Bites Dog Records. Go basically anywhere you can find it. Um, but go get it at Bandcamp. Yes, because that's, that's where, the yeah. way to support real art. Right, to be honest, yeah, right. what Bandcamp does is actually really cool. Actually, yeah. Just- it's a good way to do it. Uh, all right. Uh, now we've come to the part show called The Rundown. So we are going to tell you about some stuff that's going on in the news. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. All right. Uh, we mentioned earlier that Trump's lawyers need lawyers. Here's why. Ugh. You know that thing about attorney-client privilege? Mm. We heard a lot about that. Yeah, unless you're criming together. And in mm. this case, it seems like uh, the special counsel who's investigating Trump's handling of classified documents. Once talks to one of the lawyers. If you're a lawyer for Trump, aren't you criming together? Yeah, basically. By basic, I, I mean, Michael Cohen showed us that, right? Yeah, he's, except he, now he did his time. Uh, and now yeah, he's, he's out, out like 
spilling the beans on everybody. Yeah, all of them. All of them. This one involves a guy called Evan Corcoran, uh, Jack Smith, which is the most badass prosecutor name you've ever heard. Yeah. It's like Jack McCoy, but even Smithier. Jack Smith. (laughs) So uh, he asked the judge to allow them to basically subpoena uh, Evan Corcoran and compel some testimony out of him without having to give him the fifth or whatever because he doesn't have no privilege. Why? You want to know why? Tell me why. Because he's involved in the crime. Uh, sucks. And so attorney crime, client privilege doesn't matter just because one of the criminals is a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> you still was criming together and all that conspiratorial conspiring. It's now it's coming out or it's gonna, he's going to squeeze privilege it out of him. Null and void. Yep. So, uh, and the reason is because Christina Bob, that was the other one. She was the lawyer who signed off on the thing about, oh, no, we gave away all the documents. They're not even here anymore. Or or whatever. That, you know, signed the affidavit to the what FBI. You, like, he's not even the president anymore to help. Why? I don't Why know. Why would you go? I don't like, know. I don't. And he doesn't pay, which is another thing we're about to talk about. But huh, his friends. OK, so when when pay. Christina Bob got kind of squeezed, she was like, yeah, Evan Corcoran told me to do it. And and she put the finger on him. So he was criming. No privilege now, buddy. Yo, see, this is funny because I've seen this. How, <laughs> this happens with, like, little kids. There was a bunch of little kids. and they Monsters, were like, little kids, kids, and Donald Trump. Little kids were like, hey, you, you question me like, I didn't do it. It was like, but your friend did it. And they'd be like, that's not my friend. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just throw him right out the What do you shit. mean? I just seen you out there. You guys were playing together. No, I that's not my him. friend. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, so speaking of that, these lawyers aren't going to get paid. Let's get also that this list includes Evan Corcoran's in this list, too. Oh, God. Double appearance. Yep. Uh, three shirt Steve. Hey, uh, Mr. Bannon. Triple button up. Yeah, I like this description of him here. The nativist American media personality who's backed by a Chinese billionaire. That's an excellent tagline. Like, so he's a globalist, but he's not. Well, but he's, he's not he's bought. He's a, he's bought by globalists. By the Chinese. That's not what they mean by globalists. No, but uh, exactly. But, but he's owned by the Chinese and he makes millions of dollars while being a populist. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. It doesn't. I I don't know. Uh, these people aren't serious. I don't know yeah, if this not, is new to you. They're but, not serious. Yeah. Serious um, at frauding people. Yeah. So he ran up these massive legal bills because remember he got arrested on the yacht of that Chinese billionaire. Coast Guard. Yep. Uh, no, this was the oh, postal no, service. The postal service. In their short shorts. Yep. Uh, the postal service and also uh, the FBI. They helped. But of course, you know, he's scrambling <laughs> to find new attorneys as he's ah, uh, facing everybody can't find a looming word. trial uh, over where he scammed all the people about building the wall. Uh, but it turns out he he owes a lot of money to a lot of other lawyers that over more than a hundred k. Yeah, uh, he owes significant sums of money to attorneys Evan Corcoran of uh, Baltimore. Ha! Huh, where have I heard that name before? And uh, Robert Costello of New York City. They, along with David Schoen of Montgomery, Alabama. I like the lawyers are still known by like of whatever city. It's so like you know sixteen hundreds. Um, from Montgomery, Alabama. Pause. He's the uh, fairly orthodox Jewish guy who defended Trump in the impeachment and like covered his head when he drinking water like I'm supposed to be doing, but I don't. Didn't know there were that many of us in Montgomery, hey, Alabama. Hey, 
We all have that Looks cousin. Looks like uh, Dave we got out. That cousin. Yeah, well, <laughs> Dave got out of there, I guess. Uh, Good. <laughs> yeah, it's probably better. Yeah, Safe, to be honest. Safer for all. I was just going to say, you think you're friends until they're not. No, they're not, Stephen Miller. Yeah. Oh, uh, my God. Point, it's going to be so bad for him. <laughs> it's going to be so bad. when At it's, one uh, point in, late last summer, Bannon owed Costello more than 100 k according to a source directly familiar with his unpaid bills. I mean, the dude is like... I don't know how he's getting. Who's why are these people getting representation? Um, look, they have a they right. Do have a no, right. no, they should, okay. they should have right. representation. Right. Yes, we believe. I believe I'm just that. wondering why they have expensive representation. Yeah, from people who theoretically have reputations and careers that they want to preserve. You know, because these guys are going to be gone eventually. You're not going to be able to make a living defending Trumpistas uh, for forever. They're either going to mm-hmm. all end up eventually in jail. Or they'll Darwin themselves, and then it'll be fine. But like, the cottage industry is going to dry up. Just to get on the DeSantis train for them, <laughs> Meatball. Just... <laughs> Apparently, Meatball DeSantis. Hey, you know, you know what that rhymes with? <laughs> no, Streetball. <laughs> <laughs> I saw it hit you. I saw. <laughs> I saw it. I, I was like. <laughs> All right, speaking of street balls, Matt Gates. Oh my yes. God. Uh, all right. This is gonna be this is gonna be a little weird. I'm just gonna read this oh, news God. story. When members of the House Judiciary Committee convened for their first meeting of the year last week, the new Republican majority instituted a change in procedure. Before every hearing, everyone in the room would recite the Pledge of Allegiance. All right, cool. That's fine. The honor of leading the first pledge, the very first one was given to Corey Beekman, a U.S. Army National Guard combat veteran who traveled to Capitol Hill at the invitation of his congressman, one Mr. Matt Gates. Okay. So far, it sounds pretty red-blooded American, patriotic and all that stuff. It sounds very like this is what, I guess, people people do in Congress do. Right. You know, naming post offices or whatever. Quote, it is my pleasure and distinct honor to introduce to the committee Staff Sergeant Corey Ryan Beekman, an American hero and a constituent of mine residing in Pensacola, Florida. Mm. Best part of Florida. I love that. Gates, that was Gates's quote. I should have read it in a more uh, whiny voice. But anyway, he praised Beekman's 16 years of military service, his Purple Heart, and his position on the board of a local gun club. Of course. I mean, sure. So far, so good, though. No yeah, big deal. This yeah. shouldn't be on Chip Chat. Why what would I be talking, talking about, what is, about what that? What are you talking about this for? For Gates, you know, he's he's a perfect symbol. He's working out well. But there was one thing that Gates didn't mention in his glowing introduction. This is all according to the Daily Beast. Beekman is an accused murderer yet to face his day in court. In 2019, <laughs> he allegedly <laughs> shot and killed 33-year-old Billy Buchanan inside a home in rural Mason County, Michigan, go blue, and was arrested by police after a lengthy standoff. You know, it's not like it's a mistaken identity issue. He was later charged with murder, but his case is is still pending, hasn't yet gone to trial, and he's moved to Florida. You know. Still, you know, it's a different country. Buchanan's family, <laughs> the, uh, for, <laughs> for them, the pain of losing him. Billy has been compounded by the failure of his case to be resolved in court, and it was compounded even further by seeing his alleged killer appear in full military dress as an honored guest on Capitol Hill. 
Quote, it was like getting a dagger stuck in our heart again, said his mother. We are infuriated when we first saw it, said Billy's niece. I was disgusted by the whole thing. After seeing that uh, this was the case, the family reached out, that he got to do the pledge. Yeah. They reached out to Gates' office, the Buchanan family, and was like, hey, buddy. Whoa. In a statement to the Daily Beast, Gates apologized to the Buchanan family. That's new. And his decision to invite uh, Beekman, he said, it, quote, caused some unintended consequences. Oh, gotta be better word. He acknowledged that he was unaware of the man's history before inviting course, him to Congress. The family of Billy Buchanan brought the situation to my attention. I'm glad they did. After hearing from the Buchanans, Gates sent them a flag that flew over the Capitol. That's what Congress people do when they meet another human. Um, Is there like a list that the congressman got to get on? Like when they take the... Where yeah, every day they fly a new fly, flag, a new flag, flag over. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah. like, where are you on the list? Like, hey, I'm 33rd to get a flag. From yeah, the, or they have, like, specific days that they days. want that are, like, uh, significant to them or whatever. Yeah, it all sort of works out. There's dozens of flags. There's so many flags. It's, it's not a, I was over there the other day. So yeah. Uh, I watched anyways. Arsenal get their ass smoked on the fucking Capitol on my phone. Yeah, that's I, true. I literally, I, I watched, watched that right there. Yeah, that's all right. You're still going to be top of the league and they kick City out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Might save us from relegation, too. Maybe they only got to bust down ni- uh, 19 and 20. All right, back to what we <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, Gates said he was sorry, and he sent his condolences. Uh, and he said he was sorry for the pain that he caused, which is also a first for Matt Gates. Uh, Hannah Buchanan told the Daily Beast that the family appreciated the gesture, adding that Gates' chief of staff had called her directly and was very apologetic. He has a chief of staff. How the fuck did this happen? He's there's a really there's a chief of staff. How did this happen? The if you have staff a, failed at his job. If you have a staff, that's what I'm, I'm like. Does Google. he have the staff? Does he have Google. the Does he have the same staff as the railroad people? That's not a staff. There's no staff there. Like what uh, is, we learned from Twitter actually two weeks ago, and this is an unconfirmed rumor that uh, Mr. Gates and his chief of staff are a little closer. Than uh, just work partners. Oh, God. And that, uh, remember, because he adopted that 19-year-old boy mm. that was his, like, adopted son. Mm. The, I'm not saying this is true, but there is a rumor going around the hill that uh, Mr. Gates is a little grabby with the fellas. Including his chief of staff. Unsubstantiated. Came from a blue check also mark. Also, doesn't did, mean anything anymore. Um, when he killed a uh, 33-year-old Billy Buchanan, is Billy Buchanan black, white? What is he? Do it's hard know? to know. I don't know. That's that a that name one. is, a. I mean, Buchanan's Irish, but yeah. it could be anything. I don't know. I'm going I'm to I'm gonna guess he's white. I'm going to guess he's white. Yeah, because well, it's in the story. Yeah. Why yeah. else? If, if he, yeah, exactly. Yeah, killed a black guy. Yeah, right. It would be it. So, again, everybody kills. That's true. They're close to. What? Everybody, you mean people? It. People mostly know that. Yeah, they usually kill. So and also all the black all the on black crime, crime and all the. Isn't most crime committed Hispanic, by people Hispanic who know crime. each other? No, there's white on white crime. Too. There is. Did you not see January six? Oh, <laughs> Mike Pence. <laughs> you know he's a he's legislative branch now. <laughs> what? That's his defense against the subpoena that, that they want to know about what happened on January 6th while he was oh, presiding no, over the Senate. Dis- so anything that he did or said that day is protected under speech and debate because he's in the Senate. Yo, no, no, no. That's the, no, no, no. First of all, that, that's the argument you make back when the vice president was picked separately off like 
That's the argument you it's make It's not that only day. that. He made it, the opposite it, argument that he couldn't be subpoenaed by the January 6th commission because committee you're in the because he's executive branch and separation of powers precludes that and it needs to be wow. executive privilege. Both sides. So he managed to, yeah. Well, he'll, he'll declare sides. himself a Supreme Court justice next week. Who knows? Okay. The fly knows. The fly knows. <laughs> you know who knows? Mother. Yeah, That's who you subpoena. Mother. Do you recall the day that the mob tried to hang your husband? Yes, yes, I do. And did, mother, did your husband's boss tell them to do that? Oh, yes, yes, very much he did, yes. No further questions. You know who wants Trump's uh, testimony? The Proud Boys. This actually came out uh, this afternoon before we were able to, to get this into the print. Which ones, the ones in Florida? All the, no, the, the ones that run the, the Miami. The Your cousin Enrique. Oh God, yeah. And his buddies are on. He's legit in Afro Cuba. Yes, he is. It's very, it's very. It's, you're this probably nothing, related. This is nothing. Nothing hurt. This the only thing that hurt more was Lee Malvo being Jamaican. Right. That is the only one. That one still stinks so much. All right. So the Proud Boys, including cousin Enrique, <sighs> are making the case in court that. They didn't do the stuff on January 6th. Well, that they did it, but that they were told to do it by Donald Trump. Mm. And they're making the case that they want to call him as a witness in their defense to say, nah, we didn't do it. He told us to do it, so it's okay. Oh, so they think they're going to give him the come off. Okay. Well, yeah, right. Yeah, it's, you it's, think you're going to be the it's one. It's that thing with the little kids again. Yeah. They're, they made a motion <laughs> in court to say that the government needed to to subpoena Trump on their behalf because at the time that he did the thing where he ordered them to do the stuff, he was in the government and therefore he's the government's responsibility. Now you want help from the government? They want help from the government to subpoena the former president to come and absolve them of doing the thing that he told them to this do. This is the crazy thing about this wild ass place that we live in. Everybody thinks like, oh, we're going to go against this and they're taking our freedoms and all this type of stuff. Look but, at how much freedom these guys had. But when it gets they're down to it, the court when it gets down shit. to it, everybody goes and screams and yells for the government and the Constitution to get everything they want. That's done. right. And it's just so ass backwards. Like, it, I don't know. Good God. They're anti-government, but they're also the party of law and order. Yeah. But the police is the Gestapo now. Or the, the FBI. Yeah, FBI is the Yeah, FBI. yeah. Trump had a good time on the truths. It's <laughs> I'm literally starting to lose it. I, don't I like even the get... idea that he has like his own like fake Twitter where he just shouts. No, at of nobody. course he does. Yeah. No, not to nobody. To some folks, he still it's... spells everything wrong. I, you know what though? I bet I bet that runs better than the actual Twitter. Yeah, I'm sure it does. <laughs> you want to talk about? I bet well, that. Well, well, we're doing. It's uh, not in there, but no. Yes. Oh, about him, um, him he, being upset at Biden. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll do a quick test talk on that part there. Um, 44, 44, not million. No, billion. Billion dollars. And he fired 80% of the staff. fired 80% of the staff for a private company. So you're not even doing home beholder. <laughs> right. Stockholders. It, nope. I, also, you could go and tell somebody, I want my tweet to be the highest one. You could. But you, but he's not, and he's losing Twitter fights to other people. Yeah, <laughs> and he's blocking people. Yeah, I yeah. Look, <laughs> look here. I've never seen this shit ever show up on mine, except except if someone retweets him. Yeah, I've but never... I have seen my Twitter turn into a right wing wasteland, <laughs> and, and 
and it's I I thought it was because it's like I yell back at Ted Cruz. Yeah. I stopped doing it for a while just to see what would happen. It didn't change it. It's still like that's just all there is. I can't even search for. I it. see nice stuff on mine now. The limited the limited amount of time I go on there, I go in there. I seen your nice tweet to yeah. uh, extending a like, tag you. Yeah, it, to <laughs> hand to the Michigan State folks. Uh, I I see you know I'm. I go on and you know I just give book recommendations. Do you read the Twitter while you're on the uh, on the metro? Fuck no, I'm paying attention. What the fuck's going on on the metro? Because why? Because you know why? Look, the metro. I'm not gonna say it's not safe, but you probably should keep your head on a swivel. That's what I'm. Gonna this say. is not the way we used it. This is the way New Yorkers and people <laughs> from wasn't. Chicago talk about their subway. But this was never the way. That people in DC talk. People would take naps on the metro. They write, read the paper. I can, like they'd be face covered by the paper. Let me tell you, but there's been a few times in like coming out of like Anacostia Station where I have fell asleep and ended up at West Hyattsville and ended up at Greenbelt. Now this yeah. is when I was in high school, a long time ago. But like again, and this is like on a Saturday night, like late back when Metro ran till two, till three, three in the yeah, morning. morning. Yeah, yeah, and but. but now I stand up. I make sure my back is towards uh, like, and again, it's because I don't. The reasons that I see are that a lot of folks is on drugs. It's that is, be. <laughs> no, a lot. As I sit on Metro, I be looking like, yo, fuck, motherfuckers are on drugs. Well, we've been through that. Yeah, it, we've seen like, that movie here yes, in DC. But I, I, here's the thing: I'll say though, it felt like the crackheads a little more in control of what was going on. Like, some of them would be geeking out. Folks now it's seem not, like... It's not, it's not the same stuff. It, it just seems like there were functional drug addicts back then. Now, people just seem to be in a nodding world, off. nodding off. Um, just, I bring on it to say is that Metro has now said, we're going to go and pay the uh, D.C. police uh, overtime to start having patrols. And they have their own police, by the yeah, way. Yeah, the transit the Metro police. transit police. Yeah. They already exist. Yeah, they're congressionally chartered. Right. Tri-jurisdictional. Um, but yeah, they feel, and it's so difficult because after the Super Bowl, um, when we left, we were driving home and we were talking with someone like, and like, I ride the Metro a lot. A lot. Um, and the person I was talking to, they ride the Metro a lot and they built uh a lot older than me, and they've been around, and like we were both having the same conversation that people just seem a little bugged out on on the train. Um, and it's a big, I guess for me, it's hard to say. Like, I get why they're adding more police because people are afraid. Like, like yeah, I, I but get interesting it. statistic: statistics don't reliably prove that an increased police presence on a subway or transit system deters crime. Does it? In New York City, for example, Mayor Eric Adams, who himself was a cop, added a thousand more police officers to the city subway system to curb crime and give riders a sense of constant police presence. Let's talk about that latter part that but you just said. But the addition of officers is. did little to curb crime rates, according to Bloomberg. Murders and assaults increased, as have arrests for more low-level crimes like fare evasion. So it's doing both things. It's not improving the the dangerous situation, and it is. Increased police presence, occupation, I think is probably a better word for it, because they're they're now slapping people with these uh, criminal records for what? Jump in a fair? 
Yeah, I mean, oh, you can. You're only, gonna carry you, that on your record because you wanted four dollars and eighty cents only worth in Virginia of a ride? And Maryland. Though. But even now, it's like straight to fines on there. But in New York, that is not the case. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, in New York, that's not the case. And like in their transit, in their police and how they operate, I think specifically within their transit, you know exactly it, what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's an illegal tax. Um, I. This one here, I don't think it's necessarily, it's not difficult, but when it comes to crime, it's never about facts. It's about feelings. It's always about feelings. It's just about feelings and people's perception of that. The I, I never look at the police and think that they make me safe. I never I have, see them coming and go, oh, thank Jesus God. Jesus Christ. Here they are. No, I get I nervous and Jesus scared. Christ. Yeah. And I don't even go to, like, I don't I would still put more faith there. Uh, me too, and I'm Jewish. Yeah, right, exactly. I'll put it like, right. So I don't look at it that way, but it's hard with whoever it might be. If you're like a lot of folks, like, again, a lot of folks who are like the elderly, I see that they use Metro. Um, people are afraid, and I guess I don't want to trivialize that, um, but the facts what they bear out is that having Putting more cops there ain't going to make any difference and except that a bunch of people are now going to get charged with, with minor shit. Yeah. And like, here, here's my thing, right? If you choose to do this, and you want to go down this, this route here, like, can they be like, kind of how like the marshals are on the plane? Like yeah, a yeah. regular ass. Just so be like, there quietly, just not, there not quietly being reading a book or some shit or doing yeah. something like innocuous, like to the point where you're not, like, because there was a time on Metro, specifically after 9-11, where the transit was coming on there, full-on machine guns, and it's like, that's where the occupation comes on. It, that's what it feels like. But yeah. also, like, that the, the low-level enforcement increases. Like, that isn't making anybody safer. No. That's not the thing. And as a matter of fact, it might long-term be making things more dangerous, because now you've put people in a situation where they can't get jobs because they got this stuff on their record. Right. And, and that cycle and, and continues then it's on. Just, and it's a, a certain class of people, let's be honest. And, and it's a certain group, even within that class that they're going to be more likely to enforce this on. So it all seems to me like we'll, we'll increase the drug supply to, to increase the crime. We'll respond to the crime with increased police presence. We'll use our increased police presence to increase low-level enforcement, which will disenfranchise whole categories of people. And it's going to cost us nothing because the taxpayers are going to actually ask for us to do it. Yeah, Let it go. And and Bowser says this here in the article, says, quote, we know that residents and visitors want to see a strong police presence in our community, and that's what this partnership will allow us to provide. Where? Quote, on when, the mall, maybe when police are in the community. People feel safer and our officers can respond faster. Hundreds of thousands of people use Metro. I respond faster. I have a gripe with that shit. The metro because, ain't a fast way to get around. But even in general of like the police responding faster. I've seen you watch, you've watched I've seen enough evidence where they did, do not do that. They did respond quick on January 6th. MPD. Yes. But yeah, they were the yes, heroes. That, that was, the, was the only the option. Time. Right. The only option left. People were crying for help. I think, yeah, yeah, and and who was getting affected? Their comrades. Yeah, of course, they were going to defend other cops. Cops, yeah. Right, so yeah. I get that one. Um, I also think I think like, and here goes the funny thing here with MPD, which they're gonna they're gonna scream, and I, I right, rightfully so, they're gonna say, well, no one wanted to sign the bill to give us no more cops, and now where do you think these you right. think these cops are gonna show up from? Where do you yeah. think we're gonna spot? Where are we gonna pay all this? Yeah. They're paying overtime. They said they're yeah, gonna pay paying overtime. overtime. And, and, and there ain't but so much overtime. 
Eventually, you run the force down. They get tired. They they make mistakes. Yeah. What happens when one of these these overtime cops working a double ends up uh, shooting a civilian or a kid? It's going to be something on the that's metro. A, it's going to happen. It's gonna be you know. Kid. And then what are we going to be talking about? Oh, it's too much police presence. We're just swinging this pendulum around. And we all know what this is, though. That's the problem. The, yeah. The, that it's it's obvious what this is. Yeah. Okay. An increased police presence on the mall. Sure. That does affect the tourists. It makes people from yeah. Nebraska feel safe. Whatever. Increasing and they'll spend the more police, money and whatnot. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with it. Increasing with it. the police presence up towards Glenmont. What what exactly is that going to do? I know exactly what that's going to yeah, do. Yeah, but it yeah. ain't going to affect no tourists. No. Are there a lot of tourists going to the Brentwood uh, rail yard? But but the argument's going to be is that when you get to Glenmont, if you feel that it's unsafe. And, I, and the thing is so tough for me because I don't feel unsafe on the Metro. I also understand that. I'm I big. feel unsafe when the cops are around yes. with big guns and itchy trigger fingers. And especially when I can see in their eyes that they are fucking nervous. Yeah. And I, can, I don't like that. Yeah. And but another person is going to say, I feel unsafe when there's a and like, look, the Metro be wild. Sometimes there'd be groups of fucking kids smoking. Got like it has to be. It it just has to be. So I also I think there's a way out of it. Yeah, like there's there's other solutions. There is talking to people. It, I, I mean, I can't tell you like how many times I've had uh, somebody tell me, "Oh, well, I walked past so and so, and he was busy doing whatever, and he didn't respond to me, and I need you to go talk to him." And I'm like. You could have just talked to him. Maybe as simple as a person walking through the trains and just being like, good morning, good afternoon. How's everybody doing? Any questions? Like, and like, and because, I, and I take that even so that much from slightly past in, middle-aged guy on the block who walks yeah. around doing that has an impact. 
Yeah, and I even take that so much some from retail because retail they say like a lot of times with like the crime that would happen there, quote unquote, would be shoplifting. One way you would deter somebody from doing something is looking in the eye, looking in the eye. Hey, how you doing? Like, right, and you could do that, and you could almost guise that in a different way. It does also actually work. work. It does work. Addressing people as people builds that trust. It builds that oxytocin. It is a societal yeah. thing. There's a reason we have words like good morning. You might, you might, have, you might have spoke that person off the edge and be like, you know what? I'm tripping out. I'm not about to go and yeah, this guy said good morning. Metro. Changed my day. There's also a reason why in a lot of cultures, the word, the greeting word is peace. Yes. Yes. You know, because the, start there. The act of greeting somebody is an act of peace. Yeah. And it, it, just makes people better. Very few human beings want to go and murder each other. That's yeah. not like that's just not how we're we wired. would not have beaten the saber tooth tigers <laughs> again. Like we are at our core in our DNA cooperative. That's simple. This idea that people are self interested is bullshit. All the self interested people got eaten already. Yeah, those giant fucking birds that ate horses, they ate people too. Look here, talk, yeah. to, talk, <laughs> talk to your fellow human being. You might be able to talk to them. Look at these dead ass birds, right? <laughs> Speaking of uh, things that should get eaten by birds, oh, Tucker. Yeah. All right. So we like to think that we're pretty good at uh, trolling Tucker. We've yeah. got a lot of, you know, Joy's better. She's got the Tuckums thing that's going pretty well yeah. for her. We've got Tucker, Tucker, and him with the, you know, jacking off to the M&Ms or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> we are nowhere near as good as the good folks at Mars. Because this whole thing, they okie-doked us about the M&M's thing, was a giant troll of Tucker. Now, we we figured out that, like, okay, why would they take away the M&M's? Because it's a Super Bowl ad. I, I like, saw this commercial. I didn't hear it. So it's got her talking about, try my new Mayas instead of M&M's. Now, oh, we're going to play. We can play the commercial. Brian's going to play us the commercial perfect, perfect. so you can you can hear it. If you're listening at home, you'll just have to imagine uh, what what the visuals here are. Here we go. Chewing, chunky clam. Candy coated clam bite. You want one? Even she doesn't want it. You're supposed to say yes. And then the red M&M in the back with the help sign. Wow. So we got it that like the purpose of this was to to you know uh, make us watch the Super Bowl. We were on, but like I did not realize that they were going to go that far into making the whole thing as flop as possible, like as awful as possible yeah. to like make a point that like being mad that the green M&M got different shoes is not, it's not cool, man. Tucker, you fucking suck. But it's good for ratings on Fox News. I don't even know about that, man, because so. like, I bet you this whoosh like right over the head, like they're not even going to care. Tucker's still going to be mad about the M&M. But like what, what I'm trying to figure out is does this, is is like meatball gonna respond by being like m&ms is woke we're gonna ban m&ms from florida like how far does this go you go after people's m&ms they're gonna get a little little touchy look i i can't wait to cover 2024 
There are states that are. We're not even talking about the person who just entered the race. There's some. We didn't bring that. Nikki Haley. Yeah, we didn't. Don't worry, she'll be out of it in a week or two. You know what I'm calling? What? Uh, DeSantis Haley ticket at the end. Yeah, that's what she's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. But I don't. It's unelected. There's going to be a. There's going to be a white woman on this ticket, no matter. She's not though. Well, yes, she's She's half. She's half. But they don't want to talk about. Well, they do want to talk about that when they talk about that yeah, for exactly. a hot second, but not, yeah. not about that. No. Okay, so the point here is that M&M's went out of their way, spent a lot of money on the ad campaign, and including a Super Bowl ad, to basically say getting mad at us for it being inclusive is stupid. Kudos. 100%. And I know kudos, different candy bar. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but they had but I think it's it? made by I think it's, yeah, made, I think it's, by it's made by I'm pretty sure it's made by Mars. I think so. I'm more than certain you're right. Uh, you're the candy bar expert. Yeah, I love but, some candy bar. But, uh, you know, way to go, M&M's. Big fan. All right, this one's called Forget About It. <laughs> you ever drive up, up north? Go to New Jersey? I like people from there. You like people from there. It's hard to do that, yeah. but it's it's true. Some people do. Um, you know, my... my Guinea Mike Tarico blood, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who are you not related to? <laughs> you check too many boxes. It's really bad. I got nothing. Look, it's, it's just all of comedy. I'm a world mutt. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. I think we call it human. Yeah. It's like normal. I think it's normal. Look, I like all the mixtures. Um, yeah. So anyway, New Jersey though. Let's not mix New Jersey into anything. It's dangerous. Um New Jersey's a what place up, with a lot of roads <laughs> and a lot of signs. A lot of signs. Because they've got a million of these parkways and turnpikes and God knows what else. So all these signs, a lot of them are technically paid for by the federal government, so they own them. But they're administered by the state departments of transportation. Departments of trans- transportation departments? I don't know. Is it attorneys general? Something. Something around there. Okay. So the states, you know, they like to put funny things or like cheeky things on the signs, you know, like watch out for reindeer. It's Christmas, you know, like, because otherwise you drive past these things and you've seen the same message on there for so long. You, you just ignore it. You don't see it. So the States are like, Oh, well, we'll just put like, you know, cute little funny things on there. And for, for years I've been sort of enjoying these, right? Yeah. It's a welcome it's change. Yeah, you know. No big deal. Right. You know, who doesn't like it. The federales. Yeah. Mayor Pete's uh, Department of Transportation is mad. He wants he wants them to stop doing that. Well, I don't know if it's him, but they <laughs> right, yeah. Maybe Chaston is like, "Yo, cool it, man." But uh, no, they want him to to take Chill these out things down, the, man, and just keep them. Just you know, just the facts, ma'am. Here's one from New Jersey. We'll be blunt. Don't drive high. There's another one. Uh, hold on to your butts. Help prevent forest fires. Had I'm not mad at these. That's a good one, right? Texas had a whole ad campaign about, like, uh, you know, keep your butts in Texas or whatever. This one might make you, like, focus too much on the sign. Though. There focus, was one focus, that, that said, slow focus. down the St. Thunder Road. Uh, did it <laughs> come with a turn signal? Hey, I'm not mad. That's, like, that's I, good I, say, I say the same shit Yo, in my own car. Right. <laughs> I, I don't have a problem with any of this. The New Jersey one, slow down the St. Thunder Road, is very that's good. Fair. It's very New Jersey. I like. I mean... I think the feds may be getting a little too touchy here. Yes. States rights. Are they too woke? Like, <laughs> is that what the word is now? I, no, it's not. It's just. They're it's, being unwoke. It's a federal government. Like, in this is not what being I Being mean. G-men? We don't need you to be doing this shit. Yeah, like, yeah. They're being feds. That's yeah, what they're, they're doing. They are being feds. They're, they're being, being the boring feds. Boring ass the feds. feds. Yeah, the feds. Yeah, when people say you're being the feds, 
This, this is, exactly is what they it. mean. This is exactly. Now, this is not to say that oh, like God, states yes. should have some rights to like do cheeky road signs. That's cool, yeah. and like different license plates. Whatever, that's yeah. fine or whatever. You know, like you want to have a parade and name your state bird after a bird that doesn't yeah. exist. That's all fine, but like. But all these voting laws and shit like that. Yeah, exactly. Or like not let other people vote. Yeah. Or, you know, banning women. No, that's not the same kind. States' rights end at road signs. How about that? Yeah, okay. I, I can. All right. Dateline. Richmond. Former capital of the Confederacy. It's worth noting that. Uh, Why are we not? It's always this shit when my Lincoln book is out. I don't like this shit. Why are we noticing that it's the capital of the Confederacy, Tez? Oh, because I know this story because I read it. Yeah. I read this story prior to seeing it in there. Um. Some folks is mad that their name got snatched off some shit, right? And not even his actual name. Wasn't his name? Yeah, it's right. His mom's family's name, but right. sure. Okay, so TC Williams. Oh, yeah, right. TC Williams, the famous uh, high school in Alexandria, Virginia. Yeah. It's named after. It was named after him. Not, not anymore. anymore. The the like law school. Jefferson Dave. Yeah, how was that there for so long? It was so, for so long. For so long. It was a whole highway. Oh, it, for long. For a yeah. long time. Yeah. Well, and it didn't intersect Lee Highway. That was on the other side of the county. It was on the other side, yeah. I grew up right off of Lee Highway. Nope. I have a hard time with that one. So just to have the word go. All right. Anyway, uh, University of Richmond. I drove, I drove south. That's true. You can do that. <laughs> Except it's really mostly east and west. Yeah. 29. Ah, that's right. Um, okay. So in any case, there's a guy. His name is Robert C. Smith. Who is descended of T.C. Williams. Now, Aww. look at him in this picture with his bow tie. Yeah. You can tell he's descended of a slave owner. Yes, hands down. Southern uh, gentleman. Yep. Yeah, he he uh, leaned heavily into that. I be considered. I'm just joking. <laughs> I mean, they Bobby are, Lee and, and all these guys, you know, Stonewall Jackson. Shit, George Washington. Yeah, well, okay, we can go to, we can go I'm to talking the, about Confederates. Oh, I'm just, okay, you know. Okay. Not the right We've got a lot of them. Yeah, it's a lot of them. I'm sorry about that. We're very sorry about that. Also, like it when the McCain people were like, oh no, we were talking about real Virginia, 
not Northern Virginia. I was like, I think <laughs> I live in Arlington County. Are you serious? Like right it now? couldn't be more no, Confederate in the about? name of the county. Are like talk. What do you know? I just didn't do? want to vote for your. Anyway. Okay. So TC Williams owned people, not yeah. a thing that you should do. No. Um, he donated some money Looks to the time. University of, of Richmond, <laughs> or rather his son did, or or whatever. Uh, donated twenty five thousand dollars back in the nineteenth century. It was a lot of money. He earned it by by owning people. You know, you know, as you do. Free labor makes free labor. You, rich. you can get really rich. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, maybe they were those happy slaves, like oh, the yeah, ones the, in the friendly immigrants or whatever. Yeah, the friendly immigrants that came here. Um, so the University of Richmond is like, nah, man, we don't really want this name on our school anymore. We just going to go back to calling it University of Richmond Law School. And uh, what did Mr. Smith do? I was going to say something that we shouldn't say any longer, but in his time, he probably would say, so I'll put this in quotes, he became a, quote, Indian giver. Uh, yeah, basically, he wanted, <laughs> he quote. sued them. He sued them to, to get his, his money, money back. back. Inflation adjusted. and for, Oh, my God. And, <laughs> and, and the endowment basically built everything that came after it so he wants in exchange for the twenty five thousand dollars that his great 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 grandfather donated um that he didn't earn he wants how much um 3.6 billion with a b dollars he wants you know three point you know six billion dollars reverse reparations that's right <laughs> he wants 40 acres and sixteen thousand mules right exactly Exactly. $3.6 billion. Here's uh, a quote in a five-page letter sent on January the 30th to the University of Richmond president, Kevin Hollick, who that sounds, you know, I don't know. Uh, he said that the decision to, quote, dename the school was shameful. And he called Hollick, here's my favorite one, oh God. a carpet-bagging weasel. So, yo, he said, I'm going to tap into the, he, he's tapping into the time. So, in yo, I was raised where carpetbagger was the worst thing you could call worst somebody. Worst thing you could call somebody. Because they're not legitimate. They don't yeah. come to the, it's like these people who moved to D.C. from Wisconsin. They're like, oh, well, you know, I'm a Nats fan. You're a carpetbagger. But where it really there. comes from is coming to the south from the north. Yep, and we call them carpetbaggers. That's yeah. yes, not great. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, since you and your activists went out of your way to discredit the Williams name, and since presumably the Williams money is tainted, demonstrate your virtue and give it all back. He wrote in the letter, I suggest you immediately turn over the school's entire $3.3 billion endowment to the current descendants of T.C. Williams Sr., not Jr., who didn't own people, and that was one of his compromises. like, just name it after the junior. He said the university could write, yeah, like it makes any difference. Yeah. He said the university could write a note for the remaining $300 million, quote, provided that it is secured by all the campus buildings and all your woke faculty pledge their personal assets and guarantee the note. <laughs> Kick rocks barefoot. Yeah. That's <laughs> He's not gonna win. Yeah, what the fuck do you think? I, it's a gift, buddy. Yeah. Hey, dude, you Aren't you nominally a lawyer? You're a bad lawyer. I bet Trump would hire you. Yeah. You could charge him $3.6 billion. He'll get just as much of it as he will for this lawsuit. <laughs> All right, you hear that music? That means we've come to the end of the show. We want to say Early thanks. today. Yeah, we're sort of on time. Uh, say thanks to Count Fifth and Impulse for stopping yes, yes. by. Um, let's hope they both win their Grammy. And when they do, they credit us, of course. We'll take the credit. Um, yeah. 
thanks to the news for being funny enough that we didn't have to talk about the earthquake or the war in Ukraine or like any of the other stuff. Um, I just started getting sad. Yeah. Thanks to our radio partners, Stitcher, Spotify, Radio Free Europe, all those guys. Thanks to NOTN for keeping us on for another week, we assume. No idea. Thanks to our Twice digital week. media bonbon, Isaac Elam. And thanks to our home on the interwebs, copelandmedia.com. And thanks, as always, to our family here at Beltway Radio for making us sound as smooth as Nikki Haley's upcoming campaign. All right. Where can everybody get you on the uh, socials? This is not in the state of Florida because they banned books. That's right. Um, and black people. And black people. Yeah, That's right. You can't have history. Um, live in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> right. just, uh, what happened to you yesterday? It's ah, Florida. I can't talk right. about it. Black history. <laughs> um, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at DC Cortez. You can find me on Instagram at Catching Cordia. I'm trying to remember these things. That's true. Um, yeah. And you can find him in a bookstore being a nerd. Yeah, I probably will be in the bookstore somewhere giving a head nod to uh, John Dooley. There you go. <laughs> Friend of the show. Get, come back on. The, come on. The, you're supposed to get him. That was your assignment like six months ago. Okay. Uh, you can find me in the show on uh, Twitter at ChipChatRR. You can find us on Facebook or Instagram at RibChipChat. You can, of course, find us every Thursday night here on Beltway Radio and Beyond. I'm Chip. That says you've been listening to Chip Chat on Beltway Radio and Beyond. Street balls. <laughs> What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.